Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 171, season seven. Today's date is October 22nd, 2022, and that is 10 2222. I can't help it. I like to say that. Okay, uh, thank you for joining me today. And on today's program, I will talk about Borders Bookstore. And uh, it was also called Borders Books and Music. Uh, that's what's the title. And uh, second, I will talk about Filene's Basement Clothing Store. And third, I will talk about a very popular topic that I posted on my social media accounts is... What TV shows I watch after I came home from school. So um, the response of that on my social media accounts has been very, very uh, interesting. (laughs) And also very popular. So I'll discuss that my memories of uh, what shows I watched after I came home from school. And this is mostly in the 1970s when I was a child. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Golden Griddle Pancake Syrup. And uh, I remember this very well. So here's a commercial from the 1970s, probably around 75, 76, 1975, 1976. And so sit back and enjoy, everyone. Thank you. Nature put the drip in syrup. We found a way to keep the flavor and stop the drip. Announcing... Golden Griddle, the first maple-rich syrup with a push-pull top made not to stick or drip. Golden Griddle, just squeeze and pour, squeeze and pour, squeeze and pour, without losing one mapley golden drop. Golden Griddle, we took out the drip. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Golden Griddle Pancake Syrup. Uh, Like I said before, I remember this product very well. And the advertisement on television, um, when I was a kid, uh, my mother did buy this syrup. And it was very good. Uh, Other syrups she bought, pancake syrups, you know, for waffles and French toast, was uh, La Cabin. They made butter flavor. Remember that, and also uh, Mrs. Butterworth, <laughs> and uh, also Aunt Jemima, which is not called that anymore. It's called Pearl Milling. Well, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> but I still call it Aunt Jemima, and I think most people will still do that to this day. And uh, Golden Griddle, uh, I don't see it in the stores anymore. I don't know where it disappeared. Probably in the eighties, mid eighties, or something like that. But I checked online and I did a Google search. It's available on Amazon, I believe. So if you have, if you're nostalgic, you can go buy, purchase it online if you like. But I didn't. I never seen it in the stores uh, lately. All I saw was uh, what I, the other, the ones I mentioned before. And Mrs. Butterworth is my favorite. I like that one. 
Lock Cabin was good too. Yeah, it's still around. So uh, another uh, relic from the 1970s. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, at the beginning of the program, uh, I discussed. I mean, I told. Uh, excuse me. I told uh, what I'm going to talk about: uh, Borders Books and Music, uh, also Finley's Basement, Clothing Store, and and then the TV shows that I watch after I came home from school. Uh, first, I'm going to talk a little bit of something personal, real quickly. Um, as you know, um, I went to the I went for my checkup at the urologist, and he told me my PSA rose. That's a little alarming, and uh, he didn't look too happy about that. So he scheduled a body a body scan, like a bone scan, and that'll be on Monday, October 24th. I'll be there for four hours in the hospital. I've done this before, and that was when I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. But um, I asked him why it rose because I'm taking uh, hormone therapy, and he says well, it happens. You know, that hap- this is very common. It's called biochemical recurrence. It happens to most prostate uh, cancer patients. So I've been scared to death. I'm very nervous, you know, and. Uh, What's going to happen, you know, if, if, there's, if there's something found? He says, you'll probably go another hormone therapy, another medication, which is fine. I don't think I'll do surgery. That's, I've already done it. And radiation, I've already done that. Then possibly another type called salvage radiation. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then I'll go for a CAT scan on November 1st. I have a feeling it's probably something, but then it'll be medicated. You know, I'll get medication. But I have a lot of support from people, my family, my friends, my followers on social media. And uh, they've been very supportive. And they said, please do not worry. You know, you're in our prayers. I hope everything goes well. And I thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. I really do. You know, I'm I'm tired of being sad and angry all the time. I I want to beat this thing get rid of it. So I'm being optimistic. Okay. Now let's have some fun. Uh, let's talk about Borders Books and Music. And uh, this is this was a very popular bookstore. It just clo- it closed about 2011. Not too long ago, about 11 years ago. And uh, there were a lot, uh, they were, they had a lot of locations in the Chicago area. And I'll give you a little history of that. Uh, it's not a Chicago-based company. No. It was founded in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And uh, it was founded uh, in December 10th, 1971. And, uh, and it closed finally on September 28th, 2011. And, uh, you know, I had a couple comments from people when I posted what I'm going to talk about. They said, why are you talking about this? It's not from Chicago. I get that all the time. And I explained to people, look, I know, but it wasn't the Chicago area and other other in other cities in the United States. So you know, it was part of our lives. So you know, it doesn't my my podcast is not really consistent. You know, I don't talk about um, just Chicago-based companies or like that because mostly I do, but there are other you know factors in this. Uh, podcast that I would discuss, you know, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's the way it is. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get back. And, uh, around 2010, uh, Rev, 
a year before it closed, they all closed. Uh, they operate about 500, over 500 stores in the United States. And uh, they had, uh, they bought, I think they bought Walden Books. Remember that? That was a good uh, bookstore. I had one, there was one in Chicago Ridge Mall near my house. Uh, I used to go there all the time. And I think in Fort City, I believe, uh, like in the 90s. And they also had Borders Express, you know, a little store. And they also had an airports. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Also, they had outlet stores. I didn't remember seeing outlet stores in Chicago. So, mm-mm. And then, uh, so the look, uh, I did a little uh, digging up on, based on the Chicago Tribune archives on which store opened in Chicago. And I believe, I could be wrong, but it could have been the one in Oak Brook, Illinois. And that was located on 16th Street and uh, King Erie Highway. That's Route 83. And uh, that could be the, one of the first. The other one was in Waukee, in Deerfield at uh, 43 South Waukegan. I think it's right near uh, probably the mall, Deerbrook Mall, I believe. I'm not sure. I only went there once. And uh, so uh, the funny thing, the one, the, uh, and then they opened two in, the, in downtown. One was at 150 North State Street. That was on the corner of Randolph Street and, and State Street. Where it used to be Shoppers Corners, people remember that. <laughs> and now I heard it's an old Navy store, but I heard it's closing at the end of the year. That's a shame. And the other one was at eight twenty North Michigan Avenue, right near uh, Water Tower Place. And uh, I never went to that one. I always, if I was in the downtown area, I visited. I always go to the one on State Street in Randolph, and I loved that store. It was great. You know, I remember. Uh, they had the um, like when you enter in, they have all the book the the books. You know they're discounted like fifty percent off, you know thirty percent, and then you go upstairs and they have the music section where all the CDs like that, and they had headphones so you can listen to uh, selected uh, tracks on on albums, which is kind of cool like that. Um, the other stores I visit was the one I mentioned before on in Oak Brook, Illinois. I went there once in a while. And then once I was done, I went to Barnes and Nobles down the street <laughs> and go there. But uh, Barnes, and, Barnes and Nobles is still around. But that location moved to the mall. It's in the mall. And I go there. The last time I was there for a few months ago, it was kind of nice. You know, thank God it's still there. <laughs> And the other uh, locations I visited Borders was on the south side where I live. One was in Orland Park, 153rd and LaGrange Road. Now it's a Whole Foods store. And the other one was in the Beverly area in the neighborhood on 95th uh, east of Western Avenue. That one I liked a lot. That was a big store. But now it's it's closed. I don't know what's occupied there. Last I heard it was a Halloween store. <laughs> you know, the famous Halloween store, in, you know, for costumes right around Halloween. And uh, usually when I go into a border store, uh, I walk in, I look around, I, I head to the magazine section because I love reading magazines and they had a wide selection. They had uh, even imported magazines. They did that. I looked at uh, movies, television, technology. They had a, a big sports section of that, a lot of sports magazines. Also, the uh, adult magazines, they're wrapped in plastic. I remember that. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, would look around. I would go to the biography section. 
Then I will go to the television section because I'm a huge fan of TV. And then I will look for books about television. I did that. Also, hobbies are like uh, like uh, like collectibles. You know, I'll do that. And uh, next I would, uh, so they had a coffee shop. You know, I don't remember Starbucks. No, I don't think they had that. And then they had the seats so you can sit around and read. You could do that. And they sold calendars. I like that. And uh, then you go to the music section. And uh, you would listen to tracks, you know, with the headphones. Uh, they get a lot of CDs. Now, you know, the uh, now you just uh, download songs on your computer. Uh, but I have, I have still have a CD collection. Uh, if I want to find something rare, I'll go, go to a store, you know, like a record store. It still exists like that. And uh, so I do browse. So I love to browse and I like to read. And I sit down like for a few hours. It's just very relaxing. All the stress goes away. like that, And it's beautiful. You know, nobody bothers you and all that. And uh, let's see what else at the store. Yeah, they get coffee. Uh, sometimes they get live entertainment. And uh, also book signings. You know, famous celebrities had rare book signs there. Uh, it's just like Crocs and Bertano's, like in the in the old days. They had that, which was a big deal at uh, at the at the Loop, you know, downtown Loop location. They had that, and uh, so um, unfortunately, it closed in twenty eleven. There were other locations. Uh, Besides the ones I mentioned, so I think I found a few, and here it is. Uh, some was one. There was one on North and Halstead, also on Diversity and Clark in the Lakeview neighborhood, also in the Uptown neighborhood at uh, Lawrence and Broadway, and also at the Lincoln Village Shopping Center that's on Lincoln Avenue, right near um, Peterson or by Devon. You do that. I'm sure there were other locations uh, that I didn't mention. Uh, probably one in Wheaton. I don't know. I remember that. Uh, Wilmette. Um, if you want to comment, uh, if you know, if you think of other locations, please do that. Um, that's all I can. That's all I have. And uh, so it's a shame because I love, like I said before, I love going to bookstores and I have a lot of fun. You know, and uh, thank God we have Barnes and Noble still there. Oh, please stay open. Please stay open. You know, I mean, a lot of people claim that Amazon killed the book that uh, killed that bookstore. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I can't prove it. But, uh, you know, I like to order a book on Amazon. I just did about a week ago and because I would never find it in the store. But I like something physical to read. I want to read that. You lie, you know, you lie down, you sit in a chair or you're in bed. You want to read before you go to sleep. That's what's, that's what's very nice about it. You know, you know young people don't get it. They just look at their tablets. It's not the same. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, we, I have Filene's Basement. Now here's another store that was not based in Chicago. It was based in Massachusetts. And that was founded in 1908. Headquarters was in Burlington, Massachusetts. And it was a clothing store. It was a chain. Um, and uh, here's my memories of this particular store. Uh, about 1991, I went 
to Boston and with my mom, we visited relatives there for the first time. She hasn't seen them in years, not since she was a child. And they asked us to go visit there. And I said, okay. Then we went to Midway Airport. We flew Midway Airlines. Remember that? <laughs> I'll talk about that someday. And we arrived at Boston and we stayed there for about you know, a week. You know, and it was a nice trip. Uh, I should go back. I love I love Boston. It's a nice city. And uh, my my uh, my aunt mentioned about Filene's basement. I never heard of this store at all. And I go, what is that? And, and she says, it's a clothing store. So um, they went to, the, my, she took, uh, I went with my mom and her, you know, and her husband drove us there to the mall nearby. Uh, they live in Lynn, Massachusetts. And uh, I, don't, I forget where the mall was okay, probably nearby. And I saw Filene's basement there and also Jordan Marsh. Uh, I think that's gone. That's their East Coast uh, story. It's like Marshall Fields, like Macy's. And uh, there was Filene's basement. And I said, oh, they had a green sign. It looked nice. Okay. And I totally for, forgot about that. And then all of a sudden, in the same year, uh, they opened one in Chicago. And and that was uh, kind of a weird coincidence. <laughs> so they, uh, the first one was located at 1 North State Street, where Weebold's department store was. It was, uh, I don't know what was there before, but then yeah, it opened there. And uh, yeah, I remember I worked downtown during that time, and uh, and there it was. So um, and then they opened another one uh, location at eight thirty North Michigan Avenue near Watertower, and I believe that's the location where I Magnum Magnum was that clothing store, that fancy clothing store. So that's kind of nice, like that. And uh, they then they uh, expanded. I think there was one on Broadway Avenue near Surf Street. I think that's about, I'm not sure where Surf Street. I think it's Belmont or Diversity around there. They opened one in Schaumburg. And uh, I'm trying to think. And one in Skokie. Uh, on the south side, I, did not, I, I didn't see any. I don't remember seeing that. I doubt it. So they had a few locations and it did very well. Uh, the funniest things about that store was they had the running of the brides. Uh, they had a sale. They had uh, mark. They had wedding dresses marked down, and then uh, they announced that prior to the sale. You know when the when the sale would start, and then all the women would line up outside the store, <laughs> and then once they opened the doors, they come rushing in <laughs> and they run. Uh, I I seen this on television. It's hilarious. They did that not just Chicago. They did this uh, probably at Boston and other locations. So uh, I know it's funny, you know, like that. I don't know if they still do something like that today, probably. Well, maybe Black Friday. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I went to the store once uh, downtown just to look around and see. Some bad, you know, they had nice quality clothes, you know, and other items. And unfortunately, uh, they closed in 2011, uh, same year as Borders, and. Um, and also, it, it, these, they announced that. And then uh, there was a company called Sims. 
and uh, they bought that. That's based in New Jersey, and they bought the the Finding's Basement, and then um, everything closed. Uh, everything closed down, and a lot of people I've heard from the East Coast were very disappointed. They were so angry about that because they love the store. Yeah, I can understand like Marshall Fields here, and uh, now. It's online. If you want to buy something for Finding Spaceman, you can go on your computer and uh, do online purchases. It's not the same, but it's how it is. <laughs> and so uh, they did advertise in Chicago, you know, quite a bit. I remember that. And uh, but that's that's too bad. <laughs> it really is because that was an institution, you know, on, in Boston. You know, that's part of their. Uh, you know, one of their uh, great businesses, like we have. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, um, I'm going to talk about something very nice and fun. Well, the others were fun, but this is more fun. <laughs> um, I posted a uh, an ad, uh, a TV ad. It was uh, featured Speed Racer. Remember the cartoon series? Uh, it aired in Chicago in the 70s and 80s. And uh, on the caption, I said, what were the TV shows you watch after you came home from school? And Speed Racer was one of them. I, I did this before, and on another podcast episode, I discussed that. But I figured, why not do it a second time? And that I posted on Twitter. That came very popular. Uh, Facebook, eh, not so much. Instagram, no, not really. But Twitter, you know, it caught everyone's attention and they uh, commented and they retweeted and like sharing. They said what, and then they uh, commented what shows they watch. And I got wonderful answers. One was Gilligan's Island. I watched that too. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, like, for example, uh, if the Cubs were playing on, on, on WGN Channel 9, uh, sometimes they start at one o'clock after one, you know, with the leadoff man, and then they have the game, and then when the game was over, they had the tenth inning, and then they would go uh, show the show in progress. Yeah, like for example, Gilligan's Island. There was the Flintstones. There was uh, Bugs Bunny, like that. Uh, if they had a doubleheader, you know, that would it extended about four thirty, five o'clock, or something like that. Okay. Uh, right now, I'm going to play the theme song of Speed Racer. <laughs> I'm guilty of this. So I will play that. It'll take you back to a wonderful time. And uh, when I come back, I will talk about my memories of what shows I watched. Yeah, a bit kind of interesting. So you might uh, share the same uh, things, that the same shows that I watch. It would be kind of fun. Okay, so here is the theme song of Speed Racer. Here we go. Go speed racer, go speed 
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Speed Racer. Oh, that is infectious. <laughs> you can't get it out of your head. I love the show. I really do. I loved it when I was a kid, you know, and uh, I have it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. Blu-ray looks gorgeous, you know. Uh, the show, I think it was created in 1965 in Japan, and they had Japanese actors. But uh, the, the people there in charge of the show were from new york uh, i don't know i don't know the whole story of that um i talked about speed racer on a previous podcast episode in length and uh i remember the first time i watched it was probably in the afternoon like about three o'clock three thirty on channel 32 uh it first aired in the around 11 30 or noon when it was I think it premiered in the early 70s something like or 1969 or something like that and I got hooked on the show, and so did everyone else. So that was one of the shows I watched when I came home from school. You know, if you if you had a bad day at school, you had a good day. You know, mo- usually most people when they come home, they change. You know, I had to wear a uniform because I went to a Greek uh, American school. I changed clothes, and then uh, maybe have something to eat, you know, a little snack. Either and other kids, either they did their homework or they watched television right away. I think I'm. I think most of the kids watched television and then they did their homework. You know, did a little of that. Or if they had a big test the next day, they would skip it, skip television and study. And then after they had dinner, then they study more. You know, uh, but it was only during school. But in the summer, you could watch TV all you all you want. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And so, like I said, you know, the funny thing about Speed Racer is like these, the names they had in there. <laughs> and they had Chim Chim, the, the chimpanzee. He was for comic relief. So he was hilarious with Spridal, that was Speed Racer's brother. You know, and uh, they went on adventures and uh, oh, a lot of fun like that. And, uh, you know, it reran and it's still on reruns, you know. And, Forever. And then it moved to Channel 44. I remember that. Uh, probably in the late 70s, early 80s. And then it, then the MTV showed it on, uh, later on. It probably, I'm thinking the 90s. You know, I think so. And then, um, so I don't know if it's on, available on television. I haven't seen it. So you have to buy the DVD, you know, or watch online. Or you can stream it. Maybe it's streamed. I don't know. I haven't checked. Okay. Here are the other shows I used to watch when I came up from school. Um, this is my earliest memories of that. Uh, you know, BJ and, and Dirty Dragon were on in the afternoon, and then they moved to noon uh, opposite Bozo Circus. I remember that. And a lot of people don't like that. And uh, it aired on Channel 32, started in 1968, and then uh, it was canceled. Then he moved one year to WGN, and then it was canceled. Then uh, Bill Jackson and the rest of the characters did giggle snort hotel you know they did that so that's, that's nice and let's see what else uh there was felix the cat 
the animated series. Uh, he had his magic bag of tricks, you know, with the professor, Poindexter, Rock Bottom, <laughs> Master Cylinder, and uh, Vavoom. <laughs> I like that one. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, that was on Channel 32. I'm trying to remember. That was Magilla Gorilla. Uh, that was like a package that was uh, Magilla Gorilla. There was, uh, I'm trying to think. Breezy and Sneezy, Yippee, 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 and Yahooey. There was uh, Peter Potamus. Uh, then I uh, can't think of anything. Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, oh, Pumpkin Puss and Mushmouse. They had that. And Ricochet Rabbit. Here we go. Also, the Banana Splits were on. I never saw Banana Splits when it originally aired, excuse me, um, because that premiered in 69, 68, 69, yeah, 68. Then it went to 32, but it was edited. So they showed the cartoons and then, you know, they showed the Banana Splits. Oh, that was fun. And they played music <laughs> like that. That's kind of cool. Uh, sitcoms that I watched on Channel 32 were, were uh, let me try to think, The Brady Bunch was there. Remember that? Uh, there was the Munsters, the Adams Family. Uh, yeah, Brady Bunch. I remember that. Uh, the Monkees. That was on at 5 o'clock. And then the Partridge Family was at 5.30. Also, Batman. They had the Batman Hour. Oh, that was great. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I saw a little Batman when I was maybe 5 or 6 on Channel 9. A little bit, you know, snippets of that. But then when they brought in 32, oh, that was fun. They made a big deal about that. Yeah, I'm still a fan of the show. I have it on Blu-ray. It looks gorgeous. It's not fun. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I'm trying to think. Also, they had the Three Stooges and Little Rascals. You know, they had uh, they had an hour of that. Um, my first time watching the Three Stooges was on Channel Nine. It probably like Saturday morning. I caught a little of that, and then when they brought it into Channel Thirty Two, about seventy-five, seventy-six. I think seventy-four, seventy-five. And they'd syndicate it on Channel 32. And that was fun. That was great. Like that. Okay. And on Channel 9, I watched Gilligan's Island. Uh, sometimes they had Bugs Bunny. And for the um, from 5 to 7, uh, the shows they had were Hogan's Heroes. Uh, they had any Griffith show. They had that. And also, uh, the, the best lineup I liked was I Dream of Genie. Bewitched, Andy Griffith Show, and Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke was a classic at 6.30 in the evening. After dinner, I would watch that. You know, and, uh, you know, they had the Flintstones also in the afternoon. I remember Frazier Thomas hosted the Flintstones. He did that. You know, I remember the disembodily heads. How would you say that? Uh, The heads were uh, Fred, Barney, Wilma, and Betty in the back. (laughs) He would introduce the episodes, you know, or on a commercial break. You know, I still love that. I have it on Blu-ray. Looks gorgeous. It's one of my favorites. And uh, let's see. On you know, trying to think, what else on Channel Nine? You know, like I said before, they had the Cubs game. You know, and then they would, uh, then they would show what shows after that that was scheduled. On Channel Eleven. Um, it was Sesame Street, also Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I didn't watch much of that, but they had the Electric Company. I talked about that on a previous podcast about the fest episode, not festival. 
That's a cool show. I like that. And I watched that. And they also had Zoom. But that was at 6 o'clock or 6.30. It was around dinner time. I, I talked about, again, on a previous podcast episode. That was fun. Of that. Let's see what else. And then, of course, we had Channel 44, WSNS. Which, uh, of course, Speed Racer was on. They had Spider-Man from the 1967 series. Oh, that was cool. With the jazzy music. Oh, I can't get that out of my head. I love that show. They had The Adventures of Superman uh, starring George Reeves. They had, uh, let's see what else. They had Leave it to Beaver at 5 o'clock. I remember that. And uh, they also had a show. It was uh, it was a man called Steve Hart. Or Stephen Hart? Yeah, Steve Hart. He had a puppet show, and uh, I don't remember—I don't remember the puppet's name—but he presented Popeye cartoons. It was kind of cool. It was kind of nice. You can find those on YouTube uh, for FuzzyMemories.tv. They have Rick Klein uploaded some videos of Steve Hart, and he's on Facebook. Yeah, I just—you know—I found them. You know, so he's, God bless him. He's still around. You know, he probably talked about this. I don't know what he does now. You know, and uh, let's see what else on Channel Forty Four. I remember the the lineup. The when I came home from school, I was seventh or eighth grade, and I liked the lineup. That was um, at five o'clock was my favorite Martian. At five thirty was Hazel, and then at six o'clock was either Get Smart or Gomer Pyle. I remember that, and uh, so that was cool, you know. And then Channel Forty Four showed the White Sox games. You know, they broadcast there with Harry Carey. You know, it's kind of nice. Uh, I can't think of anything else on Channel 4. But the other channels on, in Chicago, like Channel 2, Channel 5, Channel 7, uh, they showed mostly game shows or news. I don't think the new, they had the news on, but they showed game shows or some sitcoms. Channel 7 showed the 330 movie. So it was a good movie to watch. Uh, the first movie I watched on the 330 movie was Help uh, by the Beatles. I remember that was one of my first movies I watched on 330 movie. That's how I was introduced to them. I was very little. And uh yeah, in terms of I think they had a movie that uh also they had the Rockford Files. I remember that. And Barnaby Jones. <laughs> also like in um when I was when I started Bogan High School in 1977, they broadcasted the Mary Tyler Murray show at Three o'clock, yeah, or four. It was four o'clock, I believe. I watched a little bit when I was little when it was on channel two, but then I used to watch the reruns every day and I loved it. You know, that was uh, kind of nice. See Mary and Rhoda and all the gang. That's a, I have it on DVD, it's great, great show. So, uh, you know, that was a that was a beautiful time, you know, when you were in school and you had a bad day, like me, you know, I was bullied or I didn't like the teacher, I hated homework and. A little escapism. I just go home, turn on the television, and I entered that world. It's a beautiful world. <laughs> but reality is important. So like that. But a lot of people I know had fond memories, you know, as their kids. They watched cartoons, they watched sitcoms, you know. We only had one TV set, you know, either black or white or color. You know, no DVRs, no VCRs. No streaming, nothing. Just that. Yeah, that was your choice. Uh, if you had one TV set, and and if your brother or your sister want to watch another show, that's too bad. <laughs> you fight over the the TV channel. But that, that's how it was. 
Okay, that'll be all for today. Uh, I'll do a recap of today's show. Uh, I discuss Borders Books and Music Bookstore, also Filene's Basement Clothing Store, and, of course, my memories of TV shows I watched when I came from, from school. That was a very interesting show. I enjoyed it. hope you did, too. <laughs> Uh, my next podcast episode, I don't know when I'll do one. I'll see, maybe tomorrow, maybe not. Uh, we'll see. I won't do one on Tuesday, which I usually do because I have some errands to get done. Also, Monday, I have the go to the hospital. So we'll see what happens. And I'll probably do one next weekend. And I'll think of something very interesting to talk about. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so this is Picastanas for Banshee and Stories, the podcast. Thank you again for joining me. I hope everyone have a, be- a wonderful day. It's gorgeous outside. It's in the 70s. You know, I'm going to barbecue tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Probably the last barbecue for the year. <laughs> and I'll do my walk, you know, which I've been I resume my walking after about, you know, about a week or two. So it's a beautiful day to do it in the afternoon, get some exercise. You know, so I feel good about it. I really feel good. So fingers crossed. And I need your prayers. I'm praying too. Okay. So I'm signing off. And here is Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now and with a little traveling music. So take care, everyone. Bye-bye. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>